Uh, it's time to enter the Sandman. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Enter the Sandman, uh, the podcast with the world's most consistent scheduling uh, and the most uh, en- enthusiastic Adam Sandler podcast that has ever been invented, um, recorded, conceptualized, whatever may you have it. Um, my name is Brandon, uh, and I'm here with uh, my wonderful my cousin. Is... Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, my I name was... is David. Sorry, man. No, I was just, I was, I was, I was, I was going to walk you in. I was going to be like, you know, like try and do that oh. thing. I mean, it's all good. No, sorry. But now you... I trampled it. No, 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 you didn't. It's your, it's your place. Go ahead. Like, let me, let me let, let's <laughs> clear the room for you. And, and hey, and who am I here with? You're here with David. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so this is uh, this podcast is going to become uh, irregularly scheduled, and we're just going to as as we get to them, it'll be a a ever ever turning process of of going through Mister Mister Sandler's work. So uh, apologize for the delay, but we're back at it again here. Um, and um, yeah, Dave, I don't know how you, how like how have you been? Have you watched any Adam Sandler movies between uh, this and? Hubie Halloween was that our last one? No, Billy Madison. We did Billy Madison last. We did Billy Madison, which was great. Um, man, you know, I actually I didn't think about that. Have I have I really not seen another Adam Sandler movie since those two like converges? Because that's sad. Well, uh, I I mean I don't know. I I kind of actually have I've actively avoided them now because I know that I do this podcast. So like I don't. Oh I don't... yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because we'll go with that for sure. That makes sense. Yeah, because, I mean, we still have a lot to go with, and we'll get there. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, well, let's go ahead and just jump into this bad boy. What uh, We watched, uh, we, we decided to watch a Little Nicky, uh, 2000, directed by Stephen Brill. Um, and uh, that's right, yeah, Stephen Brill. Stephen Brill. Uh, I had not seen this. You had seen this. Um, are you able to, how did you, how did you remember liking this movie before you watched it again? Yeah, so so let me set the scene first because this is kind of funny. Uh, so it, you know, year two thousand that would have made me ten. Uh, I desperately wanted to see this movie, um, and it is R, isn't it? It's it's rated R. I actually think that it might be. Um, is it thirteen? It's PG thirteen. Yeah, that is crazy for me because like <laughs> yeah. there's some stuff in this movie, and. My mom, like, she was like, "No, you're not. You're not going to watch Little Nicky. You're not going. You're not going to watch Little Nicky." Um, but you know, which is funny because she took me before to go see like Big Daddy and stuff, and like I was all in. Like, but anyways, and so I, this was one of the first movies I remember actually going to a buddy's house and watching it. That old trick in the book where you're like, "Oh, I'm just not at my buddy's house. Well, he's going to turn it on. Let's watch Little Nicky." And I remember at the time loving it. It's really a wild movie for a 10 year old to see. Uh, but there are some things where I'm like, Oh, I could see why 10 year old David loved it. Uh, and I also, as, as an adult, I mean, there's some parts where I'm like, Whoa, but like, there's some really funny, funny moments in this movie that I loved revisiting. Yeah. It, um, it is a, it is a trip. It, you right before we started recording, you're like, I need to look up what year this came out. And I was like, how could you not tell that this was two thousands on the dot? Like, 2000 on the dot like it was to me it was the most like 2000 movie i don't know i can't i we'll get into it maybe a little bit more later for why it felt so 
so specific to that year, but it was I I just felt the oozes of the last year before 9-11 just crumbling off of this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Oh man, it is it is something else. I had not seen it. That's funny. It, 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 this was I was actually kind of in a similar boat. I don't feel like I was allowed to watch this movie. However, I was, of course, I was allowed to watch like Waterboy or Billy Madison. Like, I don't do you think it's maybe like the devil nature of it that we weren't that we were shunned away from it? That's really interesting because I've actually never thought of that. I wonder if that's what it was, which is weird to think about because neither one of our parents were like super religious. Like, but yeah, that's that's a weird thought. I mean, again, if my parents had seen it before, I can probably imagine the big like. I mean, you know, it opens up on a peeping tom, like I, you know, yeah. like <laughs> wolf. Like I mean, like that's you know, there's some marts in this movie that are like, whoa, I forgot about the dude that grows boobs on his head. And, like, <laughs> it progressively gets more intense. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It starts with yeah, John Lovitz, uh, who uh, yeah is is a uh, oh I gotta close out of my my messenger here john lovitz is a, is a peeping tom that uh that, that's how the movie starts which is actually was i'm, I'm glad you brought that up because i wanted to talk to you about that um another kind of core cornerstone of it being an early 2000s movie like this um i kind of feel like like late 90s early 2000s was like obsessed with voyeurism like i feel mm-hmm. like i saw so many movies that had this style like I can't, it sucks. I can't think of a single example and I, I don't want to Google voyeurism cause you know, well like American beauty had that like major, you know, I mean, yeah, that's probably nail on the head. Yeah, actually. Well, but I mean that, that feeling though too. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. John Lovitz. And what a way to, to like declare, like we're going for a ride. Then that dog, like I, I like watching it again. I was like, Oh shit. Like we're, we're opening up on like, we're doing this like all right like yeah i i kind of had a like a like a deep breath moment where i was like like oh boy um and uh there is a lot of people speaking of having john lovitz be uh <laughs> be in it for 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 that kind of a small role he he immediately uh he, he was in hell and he was just kind of like i deserve this following that um and then also yeah the guy with the boobs on his head was kevin nielsen um <laughs> Uh, but this also had like a huge cast of like pretty big name people. Um, yeah, which is not not off off bar for Adam Sandler, but it just right. Do you for such a crazy movie? Like, yeah. Do you think Popeyes like really paid the brunt of uh, of getting some of those names? Like, <laughs> I was wondering because like it was so clearly a brand thing for for Popeyes, but like. Mad respect because it wasn't. I don't know. Like, uh, <laughs> did you want to eat Popeye's chicken after watching it? Yeah, of course. Like, I um, <laughs> well, and I was wondering because, like, when did because I'm pretty sure it was, uh, uh, oh, what's that movie? What's the Tarantino movie where it's, uh, uh, Woody Harrelson, uh, Natural Born Killers? Um, oh, that, that like made, made, yes, that made it more difficult with Coca-Cola. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. came out, that came out in 94. So I don't know. Like I'm surprised Popeye's was like, oh, you want us to sponsor the food of Satan? Go for it. Like, 
Yeah, dude. And especially the wood seed. And like after watching this again, and I, I'm, I'm sorry, listeners, we're going all over the place in this movie. But like the one scene that I remember it being on like the the trailer I or in my 10 year old brain, like as soon as watching it again, I was like, oh, I remember that the scene where like he like changes the chick the chicken into uh into uh like or he changes what is it near the end where he's like the good and he changes the the whatever into chicken yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 and but then the next thing like the guy goes to eat like his what was uh, the puppy oh bunny yeah bunny yeah he like bites the ear off the bunny and then he's like no don't eat that that's it was funny but so nuts like can you imagine that today like i don't know especially popeyes like just being chill uh, with it just just i mean they're maybe they're a bit maybe that maybe that's why we haven't seen popeyes in many films after that um oh yeah also speaking of the cast of this um oddly uh i didn't know this uh but this but little nicky had roddy rodney dangerfield in this playing lucifer um who is a weird pull, but a a really cool get. I also, Roddy Dangerfield was also uh, another comparison to natural born killers. I didn't know he was in that movie also. (laughs) Yeah, dude. And he like, just like you said, a weird pull, like it it feels so good. I'm glad they got him for that, you know, but like, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. It's so wild. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you what the weirdest casting of this movie was to me. I I don't know if you, Quentin Tarantino's in this movie. Um, I didn't see him. Where was he at? He was the blind, like deacon priest who every time oh, he saw little Nikki would be like, go to hell and like run off. Like that's, Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I didn't even realize it, dude. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, weird. It's so much fun. I love, I love just, I don't know. I still love the like nineties flair. Like for instance, like, and again, th- this is ridiculous that I'm bringing this up right now, but like, they they had epilogues at the ending, like I just like the whole feeling of like this giant movie that's just like take show this right. It's like all right, here's this party. We're not stopping though. Like we're all your answers are going to be or all your questions are going to be answered. This is how we're doing it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No, I I actually I remember like I don't think I was allowed to watch this one. I don't know for certain, but I I don't actually think I like I was always nervous to watch it. I think it had like a weird kind of like South Parky vibe to it, which. I wasn't wrong that as a young, young kid, I would have been, well, like six when this came out, it kind of scared me. Like I, I didn't, I didn't like the feel yeah. of it. Uh, that's a good, well, I think it's like to me and still even like the whole, um, just the way he would talk with his, uh, the, the, the whole bit that he got hit by a shovel. And so the whole movie just scrunches his face and he's talking like this, you know, yeah, he's got a speech impediment. Like, <laughs> yeah man it felt real like it felt like i I mean as an adult i'd I'd like to say like holy fuck like you know like it just feels so like ooh, all right like like you know yeah i will this has been uh, of revisiting adam's movies uh and i can call him that he's a dear friend of mine um i can call him he um this was the one where i was like I felt like they were cashing all the checks of like stuff that you really shouldn't be saying in movies. <laughs> like just, yeah, just as quickly as they could. Um, lots yeah, of ripping off those band-aids, bro. Whew, yeah. And I mean, I, I got a feeling that I'm probably going to be a little sad to hear that it, they, they're still ripping off those band-aids today, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, what was probably the 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 weirdest one for you? Like like <sighs> in this movie, because there's few. I mean, probably the thing that like I was that made my stomach a little little sour to it. Just I, again, this is an Adam Sandler enthusiastic podcast, so I'm, we won't spend too long on this. But yeah. um, I. It felt like a lot of the character choices, especially around. Oh, let me get that that actor's name real quick. Uh, the roommate, Alan uh, Alan Covert, uh, who played Todd. Oh, uh, yeah. Just just kind of a bit of like homophobic vibes uh, towards yeah. that character that were just just a little strange. Like anytime he would say anything, they would they would basically insinuate that he was gay, and uh, it was. It's kind of like that's a little like um, I, I wouldn't mind if that kind of went away from uh, no from for sure. But let's talk about yeah. let's talk about uh, I, again just briefly the pro- the plot of this film is that little Nicky is is Satan's son and Satan decides he's not going to retire. So Satan's two other sons decide that they're going to go to Earth, uh, and uh, that's Adrian and Cassius played by. Uh, Right, uh, Reese uh, Ifans and Tom Lister Jr. Um, and uh, by the way, those two were outstanding in this, uh, giving it like everything that they could to <laughs> to those two characters, and were awesome. Um, but yeah, they they decide to go to hell and raise Earth, but in doing or go to hell and raise Earth, <laughs> go to Earth and raise hell, um, and uh, in doing so, it's it closes off the gate to hell. So souls can't reach Satan. So Satan starts falling apart. So little Nikki has to bring them back uh, to to hell, and he does. That's the movie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's wild. Like I don't know. There's so many little gags. Oh man, the the Hitler, the Hitler oh in, the, in the dress, like Woof. with the pineapple. Woof. I will say, like, I think. And I, and I want to kind of be turned around. I want to find the good in it. I do think this might actually be maybe my least favorite Adam Sandler movie that I've seen thus far. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, and so like, again, this was my first time watching it and I, I, it's really funny because like my like movie watching thing is like all over the place. So like mm-hmm. if I look at my letterboxed like um, diary for what, like what I watched before and after this, it's just pretty like I watched, um, let's see the last, uh, full length that I watched before that, I guess was actually the Batman. So it's not too much different, but, um, mm. afterwards I watched, uh, Rashomon, which is a 1950 film by directed by Akira Kurosawa. So, um, uh, black and white, like classical historical Japanese film <laughs> that I watched like that evening. Uh, so <laughs> and then you woke up and watched <laughs> Like no 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 like I watched Little Nicky that morning yeah and then in the evening I watched Rashomon so that like, is such a that is such a uh, whiplash dog like my goodness yeah 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 it was a it was a little different um uh if you want to hear me talk about Rashomon I've I've seen the film uh, twice and you can hear it on on the Okioki show that I do uh monthly Japanese podcast uh Japanese film podcast but uh yeah no so I it, it's like I was on very different ends of the spectrum and this was just it was such a movie that I, I kind of got at times that it felt like they did single takes. For some of the stuff yeah. Going on. No, that's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. Which 
I mean, that kind of added something to it. Like it really, I was like, oh, oh shit, we're here now. We're here now. We're here now. We're like, we're in hell. We're in earth. We're back in hell. We're back in earth. We're like going just like back and forth and jumping around a lot. And did it feel a little long though, in a way too? <laughs> right. Like that's the thing is like, I felt like the story ended like a little bit before, you know, like it just felt a little long. Yeah. For what it was, right? Oh yeah. Which is bad. Cause it was 90 minutes on the dot. So like, Oh yeah, it was, it was barely an hour and a half, uh, less, less than an hour and a half with credits. So, um, yeah, it definitely, well, cause like, I, like when we got to the Harlem Globetrotters scene, which is <laughs> absolutely soon seen. Yeah. With, with Harlem Globetrotters being, uh, refereed by a possessed Danny Carver, uh, Carvey, pardon me. Um, and yeah, like I was like, Oh, he, he, he got Cassius. I was like, wow, we're already here. Like, but then there was a lot of movie left. <laughs> like, and then he goes to capture, uh, uh, Adrian and in the subway, which I actually really liked the subway scene. I, cause I, I, I didn't understand what was going on. I thought that the, that, uh, that Peter and, um, I can't remember the other guy's name. Uh, the two like stoner metalheads that loved Nikki. Yeah. I liked those characters and I was like, I, I, I liked that whole premise of like, they, they, cause it seemed like they were betraying Nikki and then they weren't. And yeah, I liked that whole setup. And then it was like, just kidding. There's like a whole climactic battle and going to heaven aspect of this still to go through. And yeah. 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 <laughs> by the time we got to Nikki's mom played by Reese Witherspoon up in heaven, which uh, is crazy which is so crazy yeah food. Uh, also one uh, of the angels is adam sandler's wife as well that's um you can play in most adam sandler movies to spot both his wife and rob schneider um who played the townie in the crowd um yeah uh yeah yeah i was just like oh wow we still have like a whole thing to go through yeah it, it felt like it kept ending because like then he gets sucked into the bottle and fights Adrian and then comes out and you're like, he did it. He was successful. And then it was like, Nope, yeah. just kidding. Adrian was successful. And like, we have to go through that again. And it was like, man, I really kept thinking this was, I think end. that's <laughs> definitely why for sure. Yeah. It just kept, you know, cause I love, like, I, I really loved, it's so funny. I, I like the concept of like, Oh, like, like a good concept. Like you gotta go to hell. You gotta go back to earth to save your dad. Like he's melting and to see his progression. That was so funny to see him like Nikki, help me. Like he's like the, the lips. With this. His, it's yeah. So good. That That's some good stuff. Like, uh, this also stars, uh, Patricia Arquette, uh, Academy award winner, Patricia Arquette as, uh, Nikki's, Nikki's love interest. Um, future Academy Award winner came, you know, obviously she went after, after little Nikki and not for little Nikki. Um, <laughs> that would be insane. But, but I think, I think the, the, the things that I didn't like about this, like how it kind of swung for the fences in some ways that was like, like really trying to be pretty crass humor. I also really liked some of the stuff that they did to swing for the fences. Like, I think as far as like set design and stuff, I know this is like kind of granular for like trying to justify what's good in an Adam Sandler movie, but like I loved how hell looked. It I was like, I'm Oh, exactly. Yeah. Me. Absolutely, dude. And, and the feeling you got w whenever you go to hell, like every time that's when it felt really cool to me mm -hmm. in, in a way, like I, I wanted more time in hell, I guess. Yeah. Uh, 
No, I, yeah, I, I agree. Like it was, it was a very classic nineties he- looking hell. Like just like makes me think of like the, you know, Batman forever or whatever, like style, big set piece type of thing. Um, and then also like, I don't know what, let me, let me throw it to you first. What, what, what did you, what did you still like about this movie? I mean, what, um, like I liked, cause like, it, it's so funny. I really like this is going to sound bad, but it's really not like, I love, I liked the beginning of it because I like the, I don't know, the chemistry between like, like Adam Sandler and, um, Oh, Ronnie danger. Like, like the whole, the whole premise of setting us up to get there. It, the, all those guys, they, they, or all those actors, they felt so nice together mm. and it felt like, when we finally got to like, okay, Nikki's got to go to, got to go to hell. Like it felt really earned and really nice. Like I was excited. Like, here we go. It's just to me, like a lot of the earth stuff was just like, like a two, like, okay. Uh, Like, like, just like we said, like, you know, like we kept going and going, even the bit where like, you know, Oh, he doesn't understand earth. And so he dies. Right. Right. Like, I feel like we got it the first time, but we see it like how many times did it, like I don't know several times. Some of those reoccurring jokes, they, it loses the whole feel of the the whole thing, you know. Yeah. And not to say that that's like, you know, I'm I'm not saying that, that like it's a bad thing by any means. It's just, you know, I think maybe at the time it it hit a differently. Obviously, I was ten years ten years old, right. probably eleven because it came out on you know VHS or whatever. But I mean. At the time, I remember just like with the heaven stuff being so my teenage body loving the the heaven girls and that being weird because it was his mom. And I remember thinking about that, about how weird that attraction thing was. Yeah, that is kind uh, of a strange, strange way of. of... Well, because they kind of play her up to be, I mean, them all to be kind of sexual, right? Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. They're okay, all, good. Okay. They're okay. Like, I didn't just they, like, they're, weird. No, they're like fluffy, like. Oh, like all in like night, and they have like a pillow fight. Like it's literally like ten year olds' dreams, dog. Yeah, like, very, very much so. The like the the Playboy Bunny kind of almost feel to the that whole scene. Um, in that same vein, like I with with the Earth stuff being not like hitting as hard and stuff. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like, and I typically really don't say this because it's it feels like such a like stereotypical like male perspective on stories and stuff but this one genuinely i don't know that there needed to be the love story component to it like yeah i would have actually liked more with the two doofus metalheads like if if they had added that instead of because looking at like the patricia arquette like sequence of events was just like it was you know nikki waking up in the middle of central park which did one of my like least favorite things that I feel like movies do sometimes where like a character just gets sleepy and just has to fall asleep. And it was like, I don't know. I just, it didn't, it was weird. And then he like gets the flask stolen. So he goes and hunts it down. And then this guy's trying to sell it. And it then Patricia Arquette's like, give that back. And the guy's like, all right. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> and then Adrian like makes a fool of Nikki in front of Patricia Arquette, uh, Valerie. Um, and, and then the next time we see Valerie, Nikki like flies up to her room and is like, I'm, you know, I'm the son of Satan. So then they fly around and then she kind of helps out with the plan in the end. I just don't know. I just, it didn't, that, 
that whole thing it's just like if it was if it was more of the two doofuses i think i would have really enjoyed <laughs> yeah yeah like i think her character felt it felt just one dimensionally placed for him yeah you know whereas like i guess they all were but like it's weird when it's a love interest thing you know yeah oh you know what we have who we haven't talked about is um, huh. uh let me see who played the dog we haven't talked about the dog oh yeah okay so do you think it, do you think they were trying to make fun of men in black straight up i don't know that they were trying to make fun of it that's that's i feel like that's generous is to say to, to be making fun yeah of. okay it okay. kind of felt like they were just taking that a little bit of okay okay which that that's you can't really one way or the other literally that was the first time i thought about it was in this moment it just light bulbed because i it, it was a weird thing okay yeah um yeah the dog was kind of strange i feel like i got tired of the dog too i can't remember the dog's name but i got a little tired of him by the end of the movie yeah yeah um the whole like i the whole rat thing dog like i'm not a, like i wasn't about it like <laughs> Like, I just, like, I know it was funny because it was ridiculous, but, like, I just, like, I don't want to, I don't, like, <laughs> what? I don't know. Well, and it's so funny because this is, you know, this was Stephen Brill's first time working with, with Sandler that I know of. Oh, okay. um, so it's interesting that after this came Mr. Deeds, like, the next movie that Stephen Brill did was Mr. Deeds. And I remember loving mr deeds so i remember loving mr deeds too that's one of the ones that like we would have on repeat oh yeah with the family all the time and so i'm curious because like i'm interested to see how like the do-over is because i also really enjoyed sandy wexler so yeah and yeah. And, and hubie halloween like oh so absolutely yeah 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 that's it's crazy that this was his first you know okay so yeah, he also did without a paddle. Um, which oh, have have you watched that recently? Not recently. I haven't seen it since theater, dog. Like, when did that come out? Two thousand eleven. Two thousand and four. <laughs> oh, why did I think two thousand eleven? I mean, there was a sequel that came out um some point. I, it's just weird that that was in my brain. Is so confident. Like, did you heard my voice right? Like, yeah, two thousand four. That okay. Yeah, man. I yeah. No, I, I also I remember loving that movie but i haven't seen it in forever yeah that's one that's i don't know i i i, I i'm almost scared to return to it because i don't know that it'll it'll hold um yeah <laughs> no um, for sure but i should watch it at some point it's uh it's an interesting one um yeah stephen brill's an interesting guy i wonder i'm excited to see where where he lies with with the mr deeds after watching this just because again and like man you know I, there is absolutely a nostalgia aspect to this where like I have mad, like no disrespect for you or anybody who like rewatches and likes any aspect of, of this movie. Cause again, oh, for sure it feels like the most two thousands movie I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, and it's funny, like, like I said, just watching it back, it's like, Oh, like no wonder 10 year old David loved this movie. You know what I mean? Like it was edgy and it was funny you know what i mean at the time oh, yeah. with all that stuff it's interesting to look at it now as an adult you know because like yeah like some of it like again i still thought was great i liked the bits mostly where um oh evil things would be happening to like the people of earth i thought that was kind of funny you know i, I don't i can't remember specifics on top of my head which is weird well you, you, i like watched 
this it like in the middle of the night randomly because <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh i have time the baby's asleep chris is busy let's go you know so yeah no um it's a yeah well there was like he they took over the body of the the priest and yeah the mayor and also like there was a whole thing where like their feet were really hot but like that didn't seem to be a problem for nikki i don't know that was that was a whole thing where they were always yeah. standing on pizza and that's how they would <laughs> figure it that's out. right just random things like that, you know. Yeah, I feel Little like Nikki's wardrobe, like you know, he, <laughs> he's he's constantly freezing. Um, God, yeah, I think it also doesn't help that this feels like such a like two thousands movie that I'm looking at the movie poster to it, um, which yeah. has Little Nikki uh, sitting on a park bench with. Uh, some of the worst CGI flames I've ever seen or Photoshop flames. Dude, I'm going to look it up right now to see what you're saying. Cause that sounds amazing. Um, it's, uh, it, <laughs> there's a lot to, to look over here. So let me know when you get that pulled up. Cause it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot. I'm going to ask, like, let's, let's go back and forth and see like what stands out. So I, I, I know the, the, the Photoshop flames on his feet. Okay. Let me get here. Image. Here we go. And that one, I'm oh, sorry. I'm trying to find the, the one. Cause you know how some of them have her like not on there. Right. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I can buy this on Etsy. Tight, 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 tight. Uh, okay. Let's listen. Oh, those flames. You're right. Um, uh, yeah. Like, well, the, the bench isn't even like a thing at all, which is <laughs> funny. Like, you know, you can yeah. tell yeah. like, damn, like the next thing is, um, the, uh, the, the twin towers, uh, stationed behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Which yeah, I, I'm dude. really kind of surprised that there hasn't been any conspiracy theories, uh, that I've, I've ever come across with linking, uh, linking something to the little Nikki poster, um, that, uh, you know, I can, can I, I can cut this out if you don't want this to be in there. Oh, please. No. Yeah. Um, so like when we were younger, like you, I say younger, like five to oh, 10 sorry, years you ago. See my face. Oh, you're good. Right. Um, five to 10 years ago. Um, I, you had made the point that you disliked conspiracy theories and I always thought that was funny. So I would like kind of push your buttons and, and talk about conspiracy theories. But now in the year 2022, when, um, things are different and the world views information, a lot differently uh you, mm. were, you were ahead of your time dave i gotta st- <laughs> you you uh you uh because like i wanted to sit here and joke a little bit about how you know the twin towers being in the little nikki poster was some kind of foreshadowing to the following i don't even want like i can't I, when we're in the the post-truth world that we live in like I, it's not fun anymore i'm tired hey. <laughs> I love it. It's, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, yeah, that's hilarious. I, I haven't thought about that, but yeah, no, I just, I get weird. Sometimes people are, people, you, people don't, <laughs> people don't be fact checking and people don't, <laughs> don't have that. Like, this is going to sound so boomer and so condescending. I man, I just, common sense doesn't feel like it's, it's, uh, valued anymore that sounds real shitty you could probably cut that if you want to but like no i don't know it's it's just the world's it's we were in a post-truth world we're in a wild world right now like you know yeah yeah people people have stopped um there's a reason why we don't this is like not the platform for this but there's a reason why things are like scientifically proven that's it that's all like there's like (laughs) the scientific method exists like 
for a reason and like doing anything to like straw man or to like, uh, I can't think of the terms for it, but like to, to be like, well, sometimes science is wrong. Like, yeah, no, but like, it's not most of the time for a reason. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. And if you're wanting Do- to, prove it wrong then prove it anyway <laughs> love it i love that we went there i think that's great uh yeah anyway little nikki story adam Sam. Well, dude so back to this uh back to this beautiful this beautiful photo what else do you notice in this uh in you, this wonderful you know uh, poster I, I said the twin tower so you, you're you up next okay What's the next yeah so like you know um well the bench isn't real is what well. oh you said twin towers that's right that's where we're at yeah so like it also cracks me up. Uh, the uh, the the halo on the L. <laughs> I, I know it's to like play with the the devil horns. It's on the Y. It's clever and nice. The 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 halo on the L. It reminds me of all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> it puts this whole fucking another yeah. weird spin on the thing. Yeah. Also, the, bro, the dog in. The, oh wait, no, it's your turn. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Um. Uh. Let's see. Let me. Um. God, this movie said this movie had a budget of 85 million. Um, uh, I 85 billion. Oh my God. It's just like, this is the poster for it. And it is like, it's just like, like everything else. It really did feel like they were like, Hey, uh, Steven, Adam, how's a, how's little Nikki going? How's that? And they were like, Oh fuck. We forgot to film it. Like, they were like, go, go send the guys in production design. And then they got some like kick-ass dudes who threw together some awesome sets. And then they were like, do we get the take moving on? Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Dude. Like the, the dogs poorly put on there with the, he's got a paw on the guy and it just looks so not, you know, and I get dogs not being real. The the trees, though, too. Yeah, it's it's a big fun mess, just like the movie. I I love the little sparkles that are added to the uh, oh the flask. Get in a flask. Oh god, get in a flask. <laughs> yeah. See the good. I. <laughs> That's a you do actually really good. Little... I hate that I do it really well. Yeah, I've never tried this before. Uh, I'm I'm too nervous to try. <laughs> Yeah, you would do great at it. You should. Mm, I, mean, you know. I don't know how it's gonna go out. Uh, I am. Um... Oh, oh no! Hold on. Let me let me see something real quick. Um, also, this movie had a a pretty. Let me pull up another thing real quick. Uh, a pretty good uh, soundtrack. Yeah. Um, it was uh, oh, the sound. I say, and by pretty good, I mean uh, it, it sounded like garbage. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I don't even remember what. Yeah. No. It just. Let's see. Track one is a uh, School of Hard Knocks by Pod. That's right. Oh yeah. Because yeah. No. That's where you felt the the impact of the uh, of the two thousand. Yeah. You're absolutely. I, I just forgot it. But yeah. No. There were several moments where I was like, Oh, this is a this is a two thousand moment. Here we go. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We got Pod Deftones. Uh, let's see. Disturbed Power Man 5000. That's where all their fucking money went, dog. They fucking licensed out all this goddamn music. Uh, then we have some Filter, uh, Incubus, Cypress Hill, Linkin Park, Muse, and then uh, more Deftones. Got two tracks by the Deftones on here. Damn, Deftones. Hell yeah, getting that money. I love it. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. 
there was a there was a little Nikki game on the Game Boy. I thought there was. Oh, okay, I I don't know anything about it, but I remember seeing it in my local Blockbuster. Yep. Uh, because again, I wanted to like oh that the it's so funny and now that i'm a parent i get it in terms of like i understand uh the things that you're you're gonna your kids are gonna want to do the things you're not gonna want them to do if you really don't want them to do something just talk to them about what it is but don't say don't do that because they'll find a way they'll have a they'll have a friend who has an older brother who will let them watch whatever they want (sighs) same kid uh Later in life, I watched Eight Mile because <laughs> my parents didn't want me to watch that. I went over to the same person's house and watched Eight Mile. You know, I had the same thing, except for I didn't have a friend that did that. That was just my mom. Um, oh, that's cooler, though. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm looking at this. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm looking at this this Game Boy uh, Color game for little Nikki. Woofa-doofa. Yeah. Um it is uh, first off made by Ubisoft. Uh, so shout out to creators of Far Cry and Assassin's Creed. You guys have come a long way uh, since New Lion Cinema licensed you guys to uh, to make Little Nicky the Game Boy Color game. Um, first off, for his walking animation in this, you play obviously yeah. as Little Nicky. Uh, they have included yeah. his limp um, that he oh. has, uh, so he kind of walks like the Hunchback of Notre Dame in this game. Um, Jesus Christ. God, I will say that like one of my favorite things about living in the years we live in is that like it took like all I I did little Nikki Game Boy Color um, and like somebody's like, oh, you wanted the whole hour long gameplay to make it through front to back of this game. We got you. Uh, and like, oh, fuck. Yeah, because like I was just going to be like, Brandon, you, you want to fire up an emulator? Let's play this bitch. Nope. Uh, <laughs> it, no, we just found somebody else to do it for us. I fucking I, I just looked at Google Images, bro. I've got to send you this. I think it was an ad in, in like, uh, it looks like magazines and stuff for the Game Boy Color, uh, little Nikki, bro. We talk about posters too. Like this is, this is some, uh, this is some stuff. Um, let's see here. How do I, let's see here. Command four. And let's do this. I, you know, all the suspense is going to be gone. And also I did a bad job at screen capping this cause it's going to be a little cut off at the top, but I think you'll get the vibe. Got it. Uh, so let's go. <laughs> show you internet you're trying to get me to not download this little nikki ad from 96 like no you wouldn't download an adam sandler poster would you absolutely i, I want to say just real quick before i open this image earlier i said that adam yeah. sandler's wife um plays one of the angels uh is jackie sandler probably be a little bit more respectful uh the, the they have a name yeah okay we're, no i feel <laughs> uh there we go check out that bad boy dog <laughs> i said that way too suggestively but, uh, isn't that amazing i don't Brandon? have it i don't have it yet <laughs> oh i just sent it messenger did you know. not get it i don't know yeah let me, let me check in oh here it's, it's oh, okay. okay gotcha okay oh yeah let me oh man Raise some hell on your Game Boy Color. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Boy, howdy. Adam Sandler is little that... Nicky, and now he's coming to the Game Boy Color. <laughs> Battle his evil brothers, possess people, and fight demons in his quest to save the world. It's one hell of an adventure. Ubisoft. <laughs> I, I I hate that my 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 little my little brain wants to 
find that Game Boy Color because that ad is so well done. It really is. Uh, that I just want I want that game, I want that experience so badly. God. I you know, I'm sure part of it is like cuz we were in that generation so like that, you know, th- that marketing will still you know, or just seeing those it's like, "Oh, but it looks so good, dog." Like, "Dang, no wonder I wanted to play this silly game." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm looking here at uh at some of the the trivia for for this on IMDb cuz I wanted to see. I was like, I wonder how long this took to make. Like I was I I because again, I, I could see this being a thing where they maybe studios had them like on a time crunch or something. Didn't find that information out, but also it did remind me um, that uh, uh, <laughs> um, Carl Weathers reprised his role as uh, Chubbs from Happy Gilmore. Um, oh, he was he was the the guy up in in heaven who was like, "It's all in the hips." Remember. Oh um, my God! Now that makes sense. Yeah, just there was like it was just a ref, a reference to Happy Gilmore. There was like <laughs> plot. Why didn't I pick, pick that up, dog? Like, that's crazy that I didn't pick that up. Uh, I mean, maybe you haven't seen Happy Gilmore as many times as I it's have. It's been so. a while, I guess. Okay, that. It's so funny that I didn't. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, we're on an episode of podcast, and I didn't get that joke. Dang. Oh, it's all good. It's all good, man. Thank you. Oh man, okay. this is. Uh, Oh my gosh, this is this is just weird. This is the fourth Adam Sandler film that uh, where he had a love interest uh, with the initials VV. Um, so this was Valley, Valerie Varan, and then Billy Madison. It Vicky. Was, oh, sorry. Okay, the only one I remember is Vicky Valencore. Yeah, right yeah. from Waterboy. And then, uh, yeah, Adam, uh, Billy Madison was Veronica Vaughn, and then Happy Gilmore was uh, Virginia Vanette. Um, I love it. Why VV? I wonder. Uh, you know, I I feel as though there's just some kind of vixen type of oh thing that's probably at that, play. That was great. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a good absolutely because they kind of they kind of in their own way all have that like allure too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Um. <laughs> Sandler, it's also, I guess his, his sister is named Valerie. So maybe that has, I don't know, yeah. that would make it kind of weird. I don't know if that's. That would make it kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I don't know. I don't know. This was a, this is a fun movie, but it is, uh, uh, it's a trip. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, it is. I, I would agree with you, honestly, though, that like right now as my adult self, this is probably my least favorite Adam Sandler movie I've seen. I do have the nostalgia ties, but yeah, dog, like I, I can feel that, you know, I think the best parts again are the beginning with the setup, which is not where you want. It's still fun though. It's a fun ride. Oh yeah. I know. Um, I'm trying to look, see here, like how this movie did like, Oh yeah. I mean, 80 million. That's a, that's a chunk, right? Yeah. Uh, that's quite a bit, especially for 2000. Um, I guess it opened actually at number two, uh, only making the box office weekend uh, sixteen million behind Charlie's Angels. Oh man, um, sixteen million is what it made. Yeah, opening weekend. Yeah, it. I guess Oof. box office did not. Uh, it did not recruit the the funds. It only made fifty eight point three million. Mm. Um, yeah, it looks like it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> it was not uh, received super well. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think the thing is, is that like, this is one of those instances where I think the people making it, I think that they had to have been under some some time pressure. Like, that is the only thing I can think of because, boy, howdy, did they they swing for the fences with so much of this. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, um, goodness gracious, Little Nicky. Uh, also written by Tim uh, Her- Hurley. I say Hurley, mm. H E R L I H Y. Um, see what else? He also was on writing. He also written. Oh man, he's done uh, quite a few Adam Sandler stuff. Yeah, so he's he's in the mix too. We'll keep an eye on him. Goodness, yeah, he did. He was a Saturday Night Live writer, and helped write Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, bunch of Adam Sandler's. Oh, exclusively Adam Sandler things. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's awesome, dude. You've got me back on the Stephen Brill, uh, like bug. Oh yeah. You know, because I looked to see, you know, you got me curious. Uh, he guy did the the Mighty Ducks, uh, heavyweights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, like all those those staple of ninety. You know what I mean? Like it's got that 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 thing on it. You know, like yeah. He's a, I did you ever see heavyweights? No, I did not. I've, I'm a little so, bit aware of it, but I'm sure that it does not <laughs> age well at all. Thinking about it now, uh, he not at all. Uh, but it was one of those movies that like I would watch with my brother and sister. They were my older brother and sister. They were, we're all four years apart, and I watched them. It was one of those what we loved to watch all the time and quoted all the time. But now thinking about it, literally, I'm reading the. Plump kids are lured into joining a posh fat camp with the promise of quick weight loss and good times, only to find that the facility is a woodland hellhole run by a psycho ex-fitness instructor. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oof. So, yeah, that's wild. It, it, sorry, I didn't mean to get out of the rabbit hole. I, no. just, I was like, whoa, like I haven't thought about that movie forever. So, Yeah, no. The 90s is... were a weird time, dog. Like, weird time for movies. Yeah, they, they were. It was... It he, yeah, I, I feels like it almost feels like the early two thousand like or I should say the aughts you know two thousand two thousand ten was yeah. actually like the strangest time but it felt like the nineties were like leading up to it and like the later in the nineties you get it was like stuff's getting kind of weird and then we get to the two thousands and it was still weird. I don't know. And yeah, that those 20 years were very strange. It's always been strange, but like, right. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. Yeah. He, he helped write all the mighty ducks. He also directed Drillbit Taylor, which I remember really liking Drillbit Taylor. Mm, okay. I don't think I've seen that one. That one's a uh, Owen Wilson. I don't know. Mm. Um, I also would like to think that, um, in the future of this podcast, like, the day that comes when we do make it through all of Adam's movies, you know, when we're like 50. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, that like, that's how I'd like to con- make this podcast keep going is to like, go back to people like Stephen Brill and then like go through their work and stuff and just, <laughs> yeah, dude, absolutely. Like keep those threads going for sure. Um, yeah. Boy, howdy. Yeah. Cause there's, there's all sorts of gems in here in this whole like Sandler Sandler verse of, of stuff goodness 
Because there's so many. There's just so many. I'm so, I'm so happy that we're doing this, dude. Like I yeah. I know it's tricky because you know it's it's like you know just like everything it's time and and you know across the world and all that stuff. But I I just uh, <laughs> I've never had so much fun watching Adam Sandler movies. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, like, I talk about this with Brandon. This is the best. Like you know. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. So. I love it. Um, I I love. I mean, we, before this, we were talking about In Light Shyamalan and how like I'm working through trying to work through his filmography. There's something like really cathartic for me to watch like all of somebody's work. I don't know what it is. Like, I think it's like the collectionist in me. That's like, okay, I've seen this person's artwork front to back. I don't know if that makes like, like, no. Yeah, absolutely. Can like, I think it's there, but I also think it's like, I don't know. I feel like you gain such a huge insight. It, it, it's, it feels like, you know, cause it's like, I mean, cause movies like they're so, it's so easy to miss whatever, you know, I mean, it's, there's so many movies out there, but like when, when you see a whole collection of work, which I've actually, I don't think I've, I've ever really done, but like, I don't know. You feel like you get them in a different way. I, it's kind of cool, you know, like, Oh, hundred percent. It's, it's a blast. I, um, I think that's going to do it for us. We're, we're hitting the hour mark here. So, um, I feel like we've said a lot, little Nikki, it's not, it's not Sandler's best work, but you know, it's, um, it's got some fun production design, some fun CG, and it's it is Adam Sandler at some of his most Sandler, I would say, his most stereotypical it, Adam Sandler. Yeah, it makes me want to eat Popeyes right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, feel the good, you know. So, God, you do that really well. <laughs> I, I do. I, I'm gonna start doing it now because, like, I I, I know I could do it well. So I'll, I'll, I'll I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Just I don't know because it is it is a speech impediment that they've explicitly noted as a speech impediment. Yeah. So. Okay. I yeah. That's <laughs> probably not gonna go. Um, but I mean, uh, it's, just punching down a little bit. But it's uh, the '90s, two two thousand. It's the mark. It's the mark of not being able to punch down. Right? Is that what it is? It's the start of not being able to punch down. Uh, that's a that's a conversation yeah. for another day. I love that. I love to be like yeah, it yeah. was the nineties. I mean, like it was literally the year after the nineties. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. Anyway, thank you everybody for listening. We'll be back when we're back, whenever that may be. Uh, for Mister Deeds, that'll be our next one. Um, thanks for listening. I'm I'm Brandon. Thank you so much for listening. I'm David. We don't have a sign off, so bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Send us an email at adamsandlercast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at adamsandlercast.